0: Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. sides totals props best bets you name it guys we have it all for you right here on puck time powered by wager talk tv happy new year and welcome in guys we have three games to break down myself andrew mcginnis don buster and my co-host carmine bianco we have three games hurricanes rangers flames wild maple Leafs, and la kings let's not waste any time let's jump right into game number one we have a good one here carm
1: Hurricanes, and Rangers. Happy New Year, man. What are your thoughts? Andrew, every game is a good one on tonight's schedule, all right? So let's not uh, zone in on one game, but happy New Year, everyone. Uh, great New Year's, uh, great start to New Year's, uh, winter classic. Uh, um, the Kraken, release the Kraken. 3 nothing win over the Vegas Golden Knights in an electric atmosphere. But, Andrew, this one... Um, Two very good teams, man, in the Metro Carolina coming on as, you know, as I thought they would, they have a very favorable schedule. Uh, and I mentioned and I've been riding them in those games, including that one in Toronto, uh, their, their last game. Now, this is a tough one though. You know, I said, look at their schedule. Uh, and there's a lot of playable games for them. This is a tough one. They play this one. They have a couple days mm-hmm. off and then they play uh, the Washington Capitals. And then they go home for a six game road trip uh, sorry six game uh, homestand in which they're going to play the Blues Ducks Pens Kings Wings and Wild and we're going to talk about the Wild next uh, a lot of winnable games and games that they should win on this one but this is a tough one I'm leaning under here and, and uh, for a, a couple of reasons uh, we're supposed we're going to see the starters and, and go for this one Shostorkin of, of course guy's been good all season long but he's five and three at home um, an under two um goals against average but the thing is uh, sorry um an under 2.5 goals against average at home the thing is here is the is how carolina's playing right now you look at you look at the you look at them and um they haven't allowed more than two goals in any of their last five away games they're playing um they're they're playing road hockey they go on the road and they're scoring goals but the thing is, is that um, they're playing some very good defense and they're getting back to Canes hockey, the Canes hockey that we saw last year. This this is a team that is making their way back up to the top of the Metro. And to get there, they're going to have to get over this team. And by this team, the earlier game between these two uh, finished 2-1 in New York. And uh, this totals at six. I thought uh, we could probably see, see some five and a halves popping up in this one. Um, and we we very well uh, may see that uh, happen before game time, that we see a 5.5 that's like minus 120, 125 to the over, shaded to the over. But I, I got to like the under here. This is a tough one. If, if I had to lean to a side, I'd probably lean to the Rangers here, a minus 120-ish in this game, just because you don't see the Rangers at home very often at this price, and for good reason is that uh, they're playing a very good Canes team. I think this, these two teams play a similar type game. I don't think there's going to be a ton of goals in this one, and especially if the Canes can play that the, that road hockey that they've been playing um, of late. Give me the uh, under in this one, under six. It's always tough, but I, I just don't see how they get there unless we get a ton of power play goals in or specialty teams. Um, stuff in this one under 6 for me in this one in the toughest game of the night to predict I'm predicting the under Don Buster welcome and happy new year and give me your thoughts on this one
2: Yes uh thank you very much uh, Carmine happy new year to everyone out there and of course to my Mexican amigos feliz año nuevo Uh yeah you know what Carmine start of the new year and I'm in agreement with you I have it down. I like the six myself under the six. And you and the way I put this, you might be actually watching the preview of the Eastern Conference final in about five months or so. That's how good these two teams are. I really like Carolina, even though they've been struggling of late. But it looks like they're starting to get on a little bit of a roll here. They've won three in a row. Carmine, you have mentioned their schedule. If they can win this game here, they should it could easily. Get to 8-0 with what they have going on in the next few four games and that there'd be 8-0 uh hosting the la kings another fantastic hockey team on january 15th so big game for carolina to keep this streak going one problem rangers have kind of owned them six beat them six of the last seven games carmine mentioned including 2-1 already this year at msg Uh, New York are 6-2 last eight. They're playing some great hockey themselves. Really, really tough to take a side here. I agree totally with you, Carmine. And there are a lot of other games on the slate tonight that are tough to take some sides as well. Uh, I'm going with the under here. Just just believe, just as you were saying, I think it's going to be a hard-nosed, tough-checking game. Uh, Almost maybe playoff-type hockey probably very similar to the game on November 2nd, like we mentioned, which was 2-1. The total has gone under in the last eight of the last 12 games between these two clubs. So that's a good sign for any under bettors here. I've said on this show for months and last year and two years ago, and this uh, NHL it's very tough betting sixes, unders. Is they have to have particular games. I think we have a couple that we're going to talk about tonight that are in that case um as you said goaltenders uh sirkin should be in net, and i'm not even going to try to butcher uh this guy's name so i'm just gonna from here on out, i'll be calling him peter k and uh he's uh been playing very well for carolina as well they've both been pretty solid give me a small play on the under six in this one guys
0: All right. The boys looking for a defensive battle and definitely could be a playoff preview for sure. Between these two teams, two of the best in the Eastern conference. I'm going to just side with the Carolina hurricanes guys, Um, three straight wins since Christmas, 13 goals combined in those three games. And I just like the desperation I'm seeing right now out of the Carolina hurricanes, their power play uh, performing at a very high level right now, 26% now on the season uh it's really stepping up and also their depth of scoring you always need your best guys to be your best but right now they're getting production from their bottom line from their third line and even defensemen jumping up into the rush and i know that carolina over the years has been known for a defensive team and to shut things down but i like what i'm seeing right now from them as far as the pace they're playing with they're not playing timid they're not playing conservative they're really starting to pick up the pace a little bit i feel like that's helping their brand of hockey as you guys know, I mean, right now, in 2024, uh, we currently sit. You cannot win games by just scoring two goals in the NHL. You really can't. And I feel like the Hurricanes have had to shift their style a little bit, play a little bit more along the boards, and, and start shooting the puck from all angles. And I've noticed that a lot from them. Some of the quotes I've been reading from Seth Jarvis and Sebastian Ajo have just talked about the fact that they want to catch rangers they want to keep going they don't like where they are and, and one thing about this rangers team i know they've been phenomenal this season guys and panarin has been unbelievable on the year for them but i think that when they have had their down games they've really had their down games give up a ton of chances so they're very up and down like when they look good they look great and when they don't look good they don't look good at all so if we even see in the slightest Uh, of a down performance here from the rangers at home and a more desperate carolina team come in a little bit hungrier i think that they uh, get the job done here i like how they're playing i know one win was against montreal but then they defeat nashville and the toronto maple Leafs. so they've had some wins against good competition maybe some weaker competition as well but carolina is certainly a buy team a bet on team for me moving forward i always do like getting carolina at home versus on the road but i'll take them in this spot here so we got uh we got a um total play uh from both Carm and buster and i'll take the road team here guys on the hurricanes 13 goals in three games that are rolling i'll take them to get the job done here tonight carm
1: ju you listen i i think that's a good one for you as well too um it's just finding teams that are, are rolling. You know what I mean? Like You look at the Seattle Kraken, and uh, uh, some people overlook some teams uh, once they start to play better, string one or two wins together. Like, okay, it's, uh, uh, it's a short-term thing, and then all of a sudden the the Kraken are on a roll, and, and people are wondering where that came from. This was a team that played extremely well last year, and they're starting to put it together. And Joey Decor, give the guy credit, first ever shutout by any goalie in a Winter Classic, and the guy is, what, 5-0-2 or 6-0-2, his last uh, eight starts. Not bad at all. I wanted to address real quickly a question uh, from uh, Mikel or Michael, I think. Uh, sorry if I pronounced your name wrong in, in the chat. Um, he asked me, like, uh, you're 6-60. Six you had, like, uh, St. Louis as a as a dog. But then in your plays on Saturday, you released Pittsburgh in regulation. Because I've always said all year long, and even last year, the 6-60 six is the first look at six games and there's six games i'm looking at uh um, on the card i may change my mind on them overnight you look at them fresh eyes and you put all your plays on saturday for clients and i and i changed my mind on that one and wanted to take pittsburgh just because they're playing well and i thought they'd get it done and they did the six and sixty went four and two so disbanded brotherhood and his uh dot comment or period comment that we donated or that we dedicated it to got the win. So uh, maybe disbanded brotherhood is good luck, Andrew. But uh, with that said, the six and 60 is always a first look guys. Um, The plays that I post for my clients um, will not be direct opposites of those games. Uh, So don't get me wrong on that one. I used a few of them as client plays as well too. So I just wanted to make sure that uh, you guys knew that.
0: It happens, Carm. You know, sometimes that's that's what happens when you when you're looking at the games the day before and you wake up the next day or you get a, a fresh set of eyes at the slate, and you you know what? Maybe I do like this team actually instead. It happens all the time. But uh four and two, we'll take that every week on the segment. Uh well done on that one. We'll try and do it again uh this coming Friday. But uh Buster, we have one more game to get into uh here. Well, several games to get into, but we have the wild uh taking on the flames this is a pick here we got minus 110 both ways uh total sitting at six i think it's an interesting matchup here what are your thoughts
2: yeah andrew we have a couple teams that actually have been playing uh pretty good hockey for the last couple weeks this line last night was like 130 so you're getting a ton of calgary money coming in and uh Actually, Calgary's won four of their last six, but Minnesota has won seven of their last 10. However, the injury bug has uh, kind of took a little toll on Minnesota of late, and uh, they've lost their last two games. So, in other words, they were what seven out of eight, and lost their last two games to Winnipeg, very close games. But uh, no Caprizov for Minnesota, that's tough. And now no Gustafson in net. And he was playing really well for Minnesota, so that's why the line i think has come down from 130 last night to a pick um however you know minnesota at home even with the injuries they're tough they're really side uh that plays tough at home last game these guys played in minnesota was on december 14th it ended up being a 3-2 shootout for the wild they won that game uh so even though i kind of like calgary because of the inner injuries but i Minnesota at home this is again uh, another tough side to take here so again for us we're gonna take the under we uh, we just think that because there's gonna be no uh, caprice off and because it looks like flurry is gonna be a net for Minnesota gotta believe that they'll play a little defensive minded and it seems like when these two teams get together they do play that type of hockey anyways uh calgary did go over the last game but geez i mean there's a lot of late goals it looked like it was going to be an under and it went over but they're still gone under in five of their last seven games and when these as i said earlier these two teams have already played in minnesota to 3-2 which of course is an under and this is maybe just more than a trend or a stat when this kind of happens the last 11 games in minnesota 10 have gone under the total. So that's, you know, that's a little bit more than a trend when I see stuff like that. Always, as I mentioned uh, in the last game, always scary playing a six. Always scary playing a six under when you have Fleury and net. But you know what? Fleury's been playing great since it It seems like he knows he's gonna be the guy for, for a little bit. He's been playing pretty well the last three games. Actually been standing on his head, I forget, I think against Boston that one game only. He was unbelievable. But anyways, never mind about that. I think that the Minnesota plays that type of game knowing uh, what they have out, knowing that they have Flurry in that. I again, to play an under with Flurry, we make this a very small play. I think there's two sides that will play a defensive type of game. Give us the under six, and it looks like we get it at even money.
0: Another defensive battle, says Don Buster. What say you,
1: Carmont? what say you carmine you know it's a tough one but Buster mentioned the injuries and obviously um you know caprizov uh being out you know he's their top scorer on the team I believe so that's a big miss for them Gustav Sun who uh, they you know he took a lot of the games um when uh, when they were struggling early on he came on he played a majority of the games uh when they made that coaching change and they started to play better. The problem here is is I get it. Fleury's got a ton of experience. Um, the guy's played a thousand games in the NHL. But the problem here is is that um, if this is a long term injury, um, this Minnesota team's going to struggle, and they've got a tough they've got a really tough schedule ahead. This is their third game in four nights because uh, they played those back to back games with Winnipeg, home and away. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought they played better in the second game at home. Usually that team that loses the first and these back-to-backs, you want to take them in the second. But they—they, uh, they, I don't think they played well. And the problem here is you've got Calgary that have won four of their last six games. Um, they're starting to come on. You look at the two games that they lost. They lost to the Kraken, a hot Kraken team. And, Andrew, you know that game in Calgary. Uh, I had the Kraken in that game. But you know um, Calgary outplayed them the whole game. But Seattle found a way to win that game. And uh, and then they lost to the LA Kings, which is a respectable loss. So it's not like they're losing to bottom five or bottom six teams. Four games, uh, four wins in six games with a couple of respectable losses. That is a team that's starting to turn it around, this Flames team. And this is such a good price for them, I think, um, minus 110. That, that money's come in because of the injuries. It's the only other reason that it is coming in. Um, third and four nights for Minnesota I'm taking Calgary here I think I think Calgary is the right the right play in this game so uh, give me the um, give me the flames tonight uh, it was minus 105 earlier it's now at minus 110 uh, let's see if they can torch the wild tonight
0: I like it I'm uh, I'm with you on that side as well uh, but I'm actually stronger on the under I like it quite a bit And and you mentioned uh, the teams that they've given up goals against, two strong teams, you know, a team like the Kraken, as you talked about before, uh, that's playing better hockey now, picking things up. And of course, an LA Kings team that we know has been great throughout the season in general. Uh, they haven't really had many hiccups. So this Calgary team's getting better, but, uh, you know, the bad defensive games I've, they've had recently have been against teams that are playing some really good hockey. When I look at this spot overall, I'm seeing five of the last seven games for the Flames have gone under, and five of the last seven between these two teams have gone under. But the fact is, what whether it's you know football, basketball, or hockey, you try not to make too big of a deal out of one player being out. But I think if there is a team that we can do that, it probably is Minnesota. Over the years, like since Kaprizov has been a part of the team, whenever he's had to miss a game or two, or several games, or whatever it might have been, contract negotiations, This team looks different with him out there. He's their shooter. He gets like five or six shot attempts per game. You take him out of the picture, that's your guy that you're counting on to score that game-winning goal. It's your guy that you're counting on to play big minutes. Not out there for you guys anymore. And I like what Buster mentioned about Marc-Andre Fleury. Um, 22 starts for him in his career against the Flames, 2.16 goals against average. You know, people don't think that stuff matters, head-to-head stuff. When you got a guy like Flurry, it's been in the league as long as he has. I certainly look at that stuff and see how he's played against certain teams. Um, the last time they met, it wasn't under, it was a low scoring one. I know sometimes I will say here on the show that you want to look towards, um, you know, a different result towards the total compared to what we saw in the first time around. But, you know, that's uh, that's back on December 14th. I usually look at that strategy when it's like a home and home scenario or like, playing, uh, you know, within a week, something like that. But when it's this far, that strategy to me goes out the window. These to me are two defensive minded teams. I think that Calgary especially have really cleaned things up in their own end. Um, Their transition game's gotten a lot better. And like I mentioned, we saw this Minnesota team being an over team to kick off the season. But I think they're going really back into the identity of what they want to be. And when they get a leave, they're going to protect it. And even when they're down one, nothing or two, nothing, whatever it might be, they're not taking too many risks. They don't bring their, their defensemen into the rush. Like some teams do. They don't really take a lot of, of chances and put themselves in bad scenarios. So I like the goaltenders here tonight. I like how both teams are playing defensively. I'm going to join Buster here on the under in this one. Karm, uh, we'll start things off with the third game, but I believe you had a comment first.
1: You know, Andrew, and you guys are talking about flurry. So, um, you know, the discussion is, you know, they, they bring up a goalie from the minors, of course, but you look at, uh, you know, Minnesota and do they become, if if uh, Kaprizov's out for a while and Gustafson's out for a while, I get it. There's always the next man up mentality, but do they become a fade uh, or a play against at any point? Cause they, I talked about their schedule coming up and they play Calgary. Uh, obviously they play Calgary tonight. And then, uh, They got uh, Tampa Bay in a couple days, um, and then they hit the road for one quick game in Columbus. But then they got the Dallas Stars back-to-back. They got the Philadelphia Flyers who are playing extremely well. Then they get even the Arizona Coyotes who are winning games right now. And you look at Arizona, and and they are winning games. And then they got the Islanders, Tampa Bay, Florida, and Carolina. Like, that schedule, you can't have guys out of the lineup, um, even if it's a couple guys, especially a goalie, because now – you're you're taking Gustafson out of the equation if he's injured uh for more than a couple weeks and flurry can't get all that action in goal uh in some of those games that uh even in the back-to-back spots and you've got a a goal that you're bringing up from the ahl do they be- become a play against i can maybe answer
2: that andrew if uh, you I don't mind you. real
1: quickly Andrew. oh sorry go ahead buster
2: yeah, go ahead. Uh, because, you know, yeah, well, I'll just quickly get involved. I know it's uh, your guys' show, but uh, I think it's all because of Flurry. It depends. Flurry played terrible all year for the most part. He's played really well this last couple of weeks when he's got a chance. You see him let in four or five goals tonight, Minnesota's in trouble. You see him playing like he's been playing, he's streaky. We all know. We've watched this guy play forever. He is streaky AF and if he gets on the streak, like he has been right now, Minnesota will be a play on team. So there's my two cents.
0: And then it's just a matter of if they can get into rhythm and if they can win some of those games when he does have an off game, that to me is the big thing, right? Can they win a game yeah. when he gives up four goals? That's the problem with this Minnesota team. But I'm sure you guys would agree with me. Like I said, like you talk about the Flurry situation. To me, the bigger story is the Kaprizov situation. Like, Carm, I I probably, I drive people crazy how often I use the word depth every day on the show when I talk about teams I like or don't like. I really think that Minnesota lacks that.
1: With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
0: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom?
2: Sorry. Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. They've got a good young core, don't get me wrong, and some older players as well that have been around. But I feel like there's a big drop off from the top six players from the bottom six players, you take Caprice off out of that lineup and they look different. But then there's like kind of that old adage too: the teams will get behind a, a player, you know, when that, that star player goes out, teams rally behind them and everybody wants to fade them. So time will tell I'll stick with the, uh, with the total and just hope for a defensive game. And it's a pretty good transition Carm, about goaltending because. Well, the Maple Leafs have been struggling when it comes to their goaltending. They actually just brought up a goaltender now. Uh, we'll see when he'll get his first start. But the Maple Leafs and LA Kings, what are your thoughts on this matchup?
1: Yeah, uh, Andrew, listen, they had to uh, they had to put Samsonov on uh, waivers in order for him to clear waivers and then send them down to the Marlies um to see if he could even find his game anymore it's it's shocking that this guy had uh he's a good goalie but when you lose it you lose it for some reason and there's no explaining it Uh, I don't want to to switch sports but just think about here in Toronto um what happened this year in baseball with uh Alec Alec Manoa the guy has such a great season, and then this year, he couldn't strike out a 12-year-old if he uh, he was getting pelted. And then he goes down to the minors, plays against 17 or 18 or 19-year-olds, and allows nine runs. It's just something, it's a confidence thing. We don't know. When you lose it, you lose it. And Samsonov lost it, and whether he can find it again, we'll never know. Uh, no one's even talking about uh, Jack Campbell anymore uh, after he got sent down to the minors, Andrew. You and I talked about him the other day on the phone. But you know, with that said, uh, listen. Um, this game, and this is a client play of mine, so I'm going to mention uh, it. I got four plays tonight. This is one of my client plays. Um, one of the, I always, I always believe one of the best things to do when a team is struggling is to hit the road, uh, get on the road, and sometimes those road trips, because you're not going home. I think Dave Koken sometimes talks about it. you're not going home to the family or what have you. You guys are, you're, you're all together in hotel rooms and sometimes it's the best thing and you guys are know where I'm going here with this one, but the Leafs are heading out West for three games. They're going to play the LA Kings tonight and they play the Anaheim Ducks tomorrow, I believe on back-to-back and that's where we'll likely see the backup goalie that they called up from the minors. And then they play the San Jose Sharks before going home to play the San Jose Sharks again. These are four games in which if they don't win at least three of them, then uh, the alarm bells better sound if they haven't already sounded in Toronto. And maybe uh, giving that contract to to Sheldon Keefe, um, the Leafs coach, uh, turns out to be a mistake because this team has too much quality for them to be playing the way they are right now, where they're in seventh place with 41 points and a bunch of teams like the Devils um, coming on uh, and Pittsburgh coming on and uh, before you know it the Leafs can find themselves on the outside looking in halfway through the season being outside the playoffs it's unthought of but a struggling team and uh, this is a spot in which I think the Leafs are a live dog and you're getting like plus 115 on them listen the Kings have played well um i i think the Kings have played well but the problem is that they've showed some regression over their last 10 games they're four and six their last 10 games it happens to the best of teams where over stretches you just don't play well you trade wins with losses and this could be uh one in which they do um i would even lean at the under here because i think the leafs way of getting back to playing and winning hockey is they're gonna have to play some defense like they were earlier in the season when they were stringing wins together they were winning some 4-1 type games. Uh the Kings are a definite under team. The on the season they are 20-12 and 1 to the under. And look back at the at the, the Kings first 7 or 8 games where they they had no defense. They were getting lit up. Um how are they since 15-4 and 1 their last 20 games to the under. 7-2 and 1 their last 10 games at home to the under, and this tolls at six and a half with a desperate Leafs team that probably needs to play uh, some D. And you can talk about the goaltending, uh, but at the end of the day, um, uh, Martin Jones has only really played one bad game that I can see of, and that was the 5-2 loss at home uh, against the Rangers. Um, He came on in relief in that 9-3 shellacking that the Sabres gave, but that was Samsonov's game and his loss uh, and the Leafs played absolutely zero defense in that game. But uh, uh, Martin Jones has been good, but he's not your savior. But he could be good enough tonight if he starts. If uh, if he doesn't start, I'm, uh, you got to stay away from this game. But the Leafs are a live dog tonight, plus 115. Buster, give me your thoughts. Well,
2: Carmine, I agreed with you for the first couple of games, but uh, I'm going to have to tend to disagree with you here. I like L.A., really like L.A. in this one. Actually, I gave out L.A. as a client play for uh, my clients, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Both teams do come stumbling into this. L.A.'s lost two straight and three of their last five games. But Toronto, wow. They've lost three straight games, five of their last six. And I say this from usually once a month or whatever, and over the last, like this, you know, October, November, I've said it, two thousand. 22, 2021, why is Sheldon Keefe still coaching this team? There is a problem. I know coaches don't play, all that other stuff. There's a problem. And Carmine kind of mentioned about this three-game road trip. They have to go two and one, and that's losing tonight. So that means they can't lose. I think I believe it's Anaheim and San Jose that they play. They cannot lose one of those other games and do this one and two. Um I'm not sure what's going on there. I have no idea why he's still there. Got to change, it shows. It's just the way it is in NHL. He has to go. Uh, Anyways, never mind that. Uh, As for this game, I I just like the Kings. I I think the the Leafs have just been playing so bad. And even though, yes, it's that first game and it's camaraderie and all that other good stuff for the Leafs, I don't know if they can play on defense. If you notice, anytime they play good defensive games, that's in Toronto for the most part. When they get on the road, they always tend to play those uh, a little bit more wide open type games, but they're playing an L.A. club here that's not going to let that happen. L.A.'s very good. Uh, a little disappointed in L.A. They, they played a fantastic first period against Edmonton the other night. They play hockey like that, they could go right to the Stanley Cup. That's the hockey that L.A. is capable of. And then they kind of they had won the game at 2-0 and didn't show up. They throw any kind of game like that at the least tonight, and uh, th- they should be able to win this one. Uh, as far as the total here, I do agree with Carmine. Uh, these, uh, these teams, when they get together, they've already played this year in Toronto. LA's won, four, won that game 4-1. And at this number of 6.5, the under, between these two clubs, have gone under 8 out of the last 9 games so uh again la they're very good like toronto what they can do to score goals is their power play well la is the best penalty kill team in the nhl they're the best team at goals against they only allow 2.33 goals a game this is a tough spot for toronto to get right in especially with la already losing two straight so you know they're good and pissed and ready to uh play and who else better than to take their frustrations on a Leafs team that are desperate, as Carmine said? Give me the Kings here.
0: All right, we have a disagreement. The gloves are off at the center of the ice uh, for a Tuesday night <laughs> tilt. All good. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, but but it, it's all good. We're it's. It. If we all agree on the same game, uh, Dan Alexander, our uh, our beloved producer, is clicking into his account and just betting the opposite. He's the <laughs> yeah. complete contrarian to whatever, you know, if it's a consensus, he's going the other way. It's just the way it is. But, you know, uh, to your point, Buster, the Leafs this year in 16 games on the road are 8-7-1 to the under, um, up half a unit. Uh, the betting the over on Leafs games this year, you're down... Uh, two, 2.05 units this year it's negligible uh, thus far this season as far as uh, leaf road uh, over unders but um, a small win on taking the unders just because normally leaf games are juiced to the over so we'll see how it goes tonight in this one we'll see if uh, they can get off um, if they can get off to a good start I, I, I believe that if they somehow come together and, uh, and they get the win tonight, that they're likely going to roll through uh, Anaheim, San Jose, and then San Jose again. And then everyone will be talking about the Leafs are back. Uh, Even though they beat uh, three, uh, three of those games are against teams that they're supposed to be beating on a regular basis, Andrew. Uh,
2: Just one more point, Uh, Andrew, can I just quickly get in here? Uh, Again, though, at what point, like this has been going on with the Leafs all the time. They play really good and then they start, then they lose to Columbus and they play really and everybody, you know, it's, it's crazy, but they're not going anywhere like this. And, and everybody knows that even, even Leaf fans, I got Leaf fans that will DM me uh, guys that just, you know, call me everything in the book because they say I'm a Leaf hater and that I actually bet the Leafs a, a lot. I think they're a good, a good team, but. They need something has to change, and I mean, every Leaf fan knows that something has to change. You can't keep going like this. And when you play the bad bad teams and get beat by bad teams, you know, and then and go on. But like I said, five out of the last six, they've lost. I tell you, this this offense, they sh- they they should be able to be like the old Edmonton Oilers with Gretzky and you know Yari Curry and all those guys, and just start beating people eight three. And like that's how good they are offensively. They have so much talent and. Something has to be done. I don't know what. I'm not, you know, I don't know what, but I know enough to know. Like I've said all these years, I've been saying it for every playoff. You think Sheldon keeps going to get this if they get to the playoffs, like you said, Carmine? They've had, they've, uh, they're like at seventh right now, and there's teams like one point they, they could be out of a playoff spot if they, they, they go on a little bit more, yeah. bigger of a losing streak, yeah. right? So, uh, no. I get Anyways, it. Oh, sir, here's the deal. I'm not here's
1: being here's a Leafs I, I hater. Guys, but... I, I I get it. You guys, you know, uh, Montreal fans, I, you know, I I, I joke around <laughs> and hate on the Leafs. But I, uh, I'm not hating I, on them. They I, need I, a new ran coach. A report, I ran a report of the last two years of my plays in the NHL, and I only bet against the Leafs twice, and both those games won. I bet on the Leafs over the last two years at Wager Talk 37 times. And won 35 of them. Uh, maybe I should be taking the Leaf games more often given that record. Uh, and I will post the spreadsheet of it. It was, it was unbelievable because someone had emailed in and said, Carmen always hates on the Leafs to our customer service. But with that said, guys, <laughs> over at Wager Talk today, it's two uh, Tuesdays. You know, we know normally Tuesdays are $2 Tuesdays. Today is customer appreciation $2 Tuesday. Um, any of the cappers that are taking part of it, you can get uh, a play from them for $2. Um, if this is a play that goes today, it's it's 2 bucks. If this is a play that goes on later in the week or on the weekend, like I have one uh, for the NFL on Sunday, it, at midnight tonight, it'll go back to regular pricing. So for 2 bucks, you can take advantage of those plays. Uh, our last customer appreciation, I had the Chicago Bears and a slew of you guys came aboard, took that one, and we easily won that one. So let's hit another NFL one this weekend. But head over to Wager Talk. There's a a bunch of of our cappers that have $2 plays as part of the customer appreciation um, promo going on today at Wager Talk. Andrew?
0: And if you guys are interested in hearing the rest of Carmine and Buster's podcast about the Leafs, you can check that out <laughs> tomorrow morning on uh, their on their own it's YouTube sorry, channel. Sorry,
2: Andrew. I'm sure they're interested. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the radio show it's starting soon. <laughs> uh, yeah, great deal though. Two dollars for all these plays, and um, as Carm mentioned, the two dollar Tuesday for everybody uh, does not just apply to games going on today; it applies to games going on. Uh, the rest of the week. So guys, I'll keep it short and simple. Um, five of the last six times this Maple Leafs team has lost. They've surrendered at least four goals. I, I think they, you know, car mentioned their under over record. You guys are kind of talking about it. I'd be really curious to know what their under over record is when they're, when they lose a game versus when they win a game, because when they lose, it seems like it's always a disaster. And when they win, it's a lot more organized. They don't really seem to, to, you know, to win low scoring or excuse me, high scoring games when it's really high scoring, they're actually on the losing end of it a lot of the time. And what I like about this spot here, I like the over team total three and a half for the LA Kings because you know, when you look at this spot here, they're off two losses, right? They lost to Edmonton three, two and lost to Vegas three, two. It's not like LA is going to enter this one in a, in a flat spot at home. It's not like they're entering this one feeling good about themselves and the Leafs can just come in and, you know, get things together. The Kings are probably the hardest team in the entire league to get right against. You know, if you're struggling, I'd say the last team in the league you want to play is the Kings. You know, they, they will swallow you up. They will make it very hard for you to score. They clog the neutral zone. They're a good offensive team. You know, Trevor Moore is playing unbelievable. They have a huge, huge... Um, goal scoring threat with Fiala and and uh Kempe and all these guys that are playing really well to know. But when I look at this Leafs team, I don't expect their defense to get better anytime soon. You know, the goaltending, car mentioned it, Marty Jones hasn't looked that bad, but to me, it kind of like feels like it's about time for him to start letting in some bad goals. And what better team for him to do that against than against the LA Kings? So I'm getting a minus 115 price. Uh, on the team total over three and a half goals for the Kings the way I look at it here guys I'm getting minus 115 on the money line pretty much because whenever this Leafs team loses most of the time they give up at least four goals anyway they're not losing these low scoring games you know so I count on this LA Kings team to bounce back out of their small two game skid and uh, I think the Leafs for sure going on the road is a good thing for them but I just don't see this being the spot that they really get it going against. However, I, I will say two things. Number one, this leaves team plays better against good teams than they do against bad teams. As Buster mentioned, it hurts them in the standings that they can't collect points against bad teams and quick comment about Sheldon Keefe. I'll just say the reason why he has a, a job still is the same reason why Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner make as much money as they do regular season performances, right? If he was paid off uh, playoff success, he probably still wouldn't even have a job with Maple Leafs. If some of these guys like Marner and Tavares were paid off playoff success, they'd make a few million dollars less. But unfortunately, these guys all make their money in contracts based on the regular season. So I'm gonna take the team total up and over three and a half goals minus 115 price for the LA Kings. We've got a, one more round of plays here for you guys. Best bet time here. Buster, what do you have for us for best bets? And what's going on for you at wagertalk.com.
2: Yeah, thanks, Andrew. And uh, sorry about uh taking a little saying a little bit too much there. That all was good. a great that was all a, good. that was a great breakdown <laughs> on that game, and to the point that I will be betting that over three and a half myself once we end this show. Uh, as you guys have been saying, customer appreciation uh, day today at the Wager Talk. Lots of packages and lots of sports, all loaded for only two dollars. So head over to the site and grab them all. Uh, we have an NFL best bet up. We had a nice uh, weekend, uh, 2-0 and on the weekend in the NFL, 1% or 5% play, and we have an NFL best bet loaded for the weekend uh, over there uh, at the site. And with our best bets, uh, we've been uh, hot and cold this year, uh, about, you know one step forward, two steps back kind of thing. But when we put these best bets in, we do very well. And over the last few years, we're hitting 61% with our NFL best bets, 48-31-2, our last 81. So we do well with these best bets. Go over to the site, grab that NFL best bet for only $2. Uh, our show play for today is going to be a player prop. And we're going to go with uh, Philippe Roenick of Vancouver, just uh, for our uh, producer Dan, so he knows who it is, uh, to get a point. Uh... I actually played uh, Philippe against San Jose a couple of games ago. Vancouver scores seven goals, and he don't get a point. So uh, now we come back with him a couple games later. He has hit 64% on the season, but he hasn't got a point in the last three games. He gets an Ottawa club tonight that I think Vancouver can score some goals. They only scored one goal last game at home. I like when a good team like that, I think they score a bunch of goals, maybe on the power play. He's actually got put down to the second power play unit, but he's still going to see some time. Give us Philippe Ronick to get a point tonight. Uh, As always, thanks a lot, guys, for having me on Tuesday. Much appreciated. Thanks to everyone out in the chat. Hit that like button, as the Prez always says. Uh, You know, we always appreciate that. Best of luck with all your plays, guys, and have a great day. I see the finger there, Carm. Sorry.
0: (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff, Buster. I like that play quite a bit. Great price there on that one. Carm, give us your best bet, brother.
1: The finger, for you guys wondering, was just wrap it up because we're running out of time here uh, before the next show. Uh, uh, Andrew, uh, um, I'm going to go with the game that we talked about earlier on the uh, card, which was the Calgary-Minnesota game. I just think right now, uh, given uh, a, you know a couple of injuries in Minnesota, we'll see what they're doing. But it's uh, it's also the fact that this is their third game in four nights, and you now have Flurry basically playing a back to back as well too. Uh, not back to back games, but back to back starts for for Minnesota. And then, uh, as I said, respectable. Um, the Flames will look good. Their last six games, uh, uh, four and two outplayed uh, the Kraken but uh, uh, lose that game and then against the Kings as well too. Kings are always a tough out as well too. I just think this team is starting to play well and are going to string some wins together and I'm getting a low price on them so I'm going to take the Calgary Flames. Four plays up on the card tonight at Wager Talk uh, in the NHL. A very good run. The last seven days picked up almost 20 units uh, in the NHL. So we're starting to heat up like I want to heat up and we need to keep that going. And, of course, uh, as part of the $2 customer appreciation, uh, one NFL play that goes on Sunday, Week 18, still number one at Wager Talk uh, this season in the NFL. Uh, Let's see if we can close it out in Week 18 with uh, some winners. Um, Guys, thanks for your comments in our comment section, and best of luck to you guys uh, tonight.
0: Carm, keep it rolling, man. Best of luck tonight, Uh, guys. For me, I will be rolling with a hockey play for my $2 Tuesday play, so you can take advantage of that over at wagertalk.com. 4% best bet for me uh, in the NHL tonight. You can get that for just $2. My best bet's going to be the over Colorado and the New York Islanders here. We've seen 12 of the last 16 games. Large scale here for the Islanders go up and over the total seven of their last nine games have gone over on the road seen four of the last five meetings between these teams go over the total colorado is the better team here they're playing at home they will dictate the pace i see a high high shot count for both teams uh power plays can be dangerous for both clubs although the islanders have struggled recently i feel like they can get things going and i just look at this game in general and see a lot of uh action a lot of goals for both teams and this Colorado team is good at their play as they're playing offensively. I don't know how much I trust them defensively right now. So getting the six is important. We don't have that six and a half. We have the six. I'll go up and over six Islanders Avalanche for my best bet here on Puck Time. Thanks so much for watching, guys. Great episode here at Puck Time. A little bit long today. We'll see you tomorrow right here on Wager Talk TV. Hopefully Sorry we don't have to report
1: to HR. Than, uh, normal, right. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's
2: the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Haha, in my dentist's office.